Welcome to Groundbreakers from 4constructionpros.com, the podcast that highlights the innovative equipment, technology, companies, and individuals that are breaking new ground in the construction industry. Listen to this ConExpo 2020 interview where 4constructionpros.com conducted interviews with various manufacturers and experts while at ConExpo ConAg 2020 to discuss the emergence of technology and the smart construction site. Let's get the scoop now. Digital devices roaming our job sites from smartphones to bulldozers, drones, laser scanners, and wearable tech represent more than just a bunch of point solutions for communication, grade control, surveying, and safety. Each already has the power to scale the biggest obstacles to double-digit construction profit improvements. The tools for accurately measuring construction production in real time and sharing that data with the right people to convert from reactive to proactive project management are available today. Coupling them with collaboration tools to document the most minute contract changes could not only change a contractor's expectations for profit, but revamp the construction industry's value proposition. Let's take a closer look at the smart technologies impacting the construction job site, thanks to our sponsor, John Deere. Hi, welcome to Con Expo 2020. I'm Diana Henry, along with Paul Wilson from ZTR. Hi, Paul. Hi. Let's talk about the internet, industrial internet of things. Right. What is that about at ZTR? Well, ZTR is a technology provider that provides solutions for the construction industry, uh, specifically the OEMs that manufacture equipment, uh, the rental companies that rent equipment out to the end users, and the end users. And so the role we play is providing solutions that help those, uh, those businesses to actually um, digitize their business, be more productive, um, overcome industry constraints and drive more value across uh, the whole construction industry. Real-time access to important information is That's what it. I just heard. Exactly. <laughs> so, insight a little bit on the pace of technology adoption in the industry. You know, that's, uh, that's an interesting question to ask. Um, certainly you have um, companies that have invested in innovation and are early adopters and move more quickly, uh, embracing technology, and then you have the followers and even the laggards that uh, are watching what's going on. I would say overall the construction industry has probably benefited from a lot of advancements in machine construction and the utilization of specialized machines in the industry. But in terms of utilizing data to drive productivity, uh, I think it's probably a little bit slower than most industries. And I would say uh, rental companies have typically been responding to customer requirements and requests to get more data about their rental. Uh, and as a, as a result, the rental companies are now asking for more data. And then you have the OEMs who are being asked to provide more data to the end users as well. Uh, so what you have are between the OEMs and the rental companies and the end users, this push-pull that's going on in terms of uh, utilizing data to drive business outcomes. Uh, I think as well, the companies that we see that are ahead are those that have invested in innovation and see productivity uh, as uh, an advantage and others um, are, are much slower uh, to embrace and adopt technology. So it's a mixed bag. Right, right, all over the place. Let's talk about challenges that the industry is facing and how ZTR is helping overcome those. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, we, we had a, a panel discussion yesterday and uh, Mason Ford from Skanska was there, uh, Christine Zesnick from Terex Genie, 
and um, Fern Pinera from uh, Smart Equip. And during that session, uh, we asked uh, that question. And uh, basically, the challenges revolve around uh, aging workforce. These aren't new problems, by the way. These are problems that have been understood and known for a long time. But aging workforce, the younger workforce is coming in and looking to do things differently. Um, you have uh, a lot more competition. You've got big projects. So there's a number of things going on in the industry that are all crying out for productivity gains and accountability and traceability to uh, activities that are taking place to stay on budget, on schedule, and uh, safe workers. So those are all things that I think are um, uh, realities of the industry. And ZTR is helping overcome those, right? Well, absolutely. Technology plays a big role in helping to enable companies to uh, evolve their work processes. So uh, without data, you're, you're flying blindly. So. Uh, with advances in computing and advances in uh, carrier communications and, and costs, uh, solutions that weren't even known or viable 20 years ago are possible today. And those solutions, that technology is now available for all sorts of industries, whether it's healthcare or, or automotive or construction, uh, to deliver services in a different way than they've done in the past. And so I think when you look at uh, uh, you know, the AEMP Association or AEMP or even ConExpo, these are events that bring um, end users and manufacturers and technology partners together to share what's possible with technology. Our technology happens to connect equipment and materials and people and tools that are out in the workforce, whether it's in a yard, a job site, uh, helps connect that equipment back to uh, the people that need to know what their equipment is doing, how is it performing, um, productivity, uptime, safety. Uh, so our solutions are all geared to help enable that. You have a new solution, data brokerage service. Tell us a little more about that. Yeah, you know, that's interesting too. Um, certainly if you think about uh, telematics as part of the, an IoT uh, industry, um, telematics has been around for a long time. We've been in the telematics industry for 20 plus years now and have built our reputation around evolving and innovating. Um, data brokering is really just the next evolution in that. And we see that in order to be successful, companies like ours need to be able to provide solutions to our customers and to the industry in more of a community-based approach where it's not about hardware, it's not about platform or services, it's about how do we get data from assets and deliver that data to the right people in the right time and the right place in a secure and governed way. And so you think about the banking industry and how transactions move through uh, a global network and, uh, and people can have access to information to provide services anywhere, anytime. And the construction industry is moving in the same direction and that's what data brokering is for us. It's how do you take customers that are on our 1i3 platform and share pieces or slices of that data into their business platforms at the right time in a secure way so that they can benefit from being stronger together. Must be one of the biggest questions you get when it comes to a company's data is, is it secure? It's all about security and availability and uh, trusting those that have access to it that they're doing good things with that data. 
And that's what our business does, is we help build those relationships, the linkages uh, across the system, and provide that security uh, to the end users. What other areas do you stand out from your competition when it comes to this platform? You know, um, technology is important, and certainly we've got uh, deep expertise and experience in, in our software skills and our engineering skills. But I think the things that differentiate us, or at least what our customers tell us uh, differentiate us, are the fact that uh, we build solutions that are tailored to help their business succeed. We're not trying to fit their business into our platform, we're trying to tailor our platform to meet their needs. Not every customer does business the same way, that's number one. Number two, uh, we are an engineering-based company, so we can take uh, equipment, this off-road equipment, is very complex, uh, it's becoming very sophisticated, it's not like automotive, and you, you need to be able to build solutions for every type of cat class, you need to be able to deal with mixed fleet, you need to be able to um, also work uh, cooperatively with the industry in an open way so that you can acquire and move data around. So um, what, how we're differentiated is our ability to aggregate and normalize that data and how we can integrate that data into our customers' business systems so that they don't have to log in to use it. Uh, they're just uh, transforming and evolving their business processes in a way that that data becomes part of enabling those processes. And as well, we spent a lot of time building partnerships with the OEMs and we now have more than 100 OEMs that will install ZTR equipment in the factories so that it arrives at the rental companies and at the end users telematics ready. So I think those are some of the things that really differentiate us. Some great efficiencies there for yeah. sure. Make it easy. Paul, thank you so much for the conversation. Yeah. Have a great rest of the show. Thank you. Chris Wirtz from Digital Fleet joins me now. Let's talk, what is Digital Fleet? <laughs> Digital Fleet is a fleet management telematics company uh, we mainly focus on the construction materials industry, so like ready-mix, aggregate, uh, cement tankers, different things like that, and tracking what your operations are doing. So not only do we track trucks, a lot of people say with telematics you're really just a truck tracking technology. We actually go deep into our customers' operations, partner with them, and work on making them more efficient. So what is so unique about Digital Fleet? We've actually got a really unique team. Um, we've got people that have spent their entire career on the software side in big tech companies, and they've made massive websites at scale. They've been part of websites that you use every single day. And we've got people on our team that are deep in truck hardware. So we've, got, we've specialized in electrical design specifically for trucks. So most companies don't have both, and we're taking those two expertise and marrying them together. I was going to say, a great marriage, you took it right <laughs> out of my mouth. Let's talk about Digital Feet Plus then. Yeah. What is it? So it's our new hardware platform. Uh, it, it basically syncs up with our tablet and it connects to the truck. So we're going to go deep into the truck, understand what's going on in the truck with the engine, with the drum, which is on a concrete mixer, and all sorts of different features to basically help give our customers insight into their operation. Let's dive into those features for Digital Feet Plus. Yeah. So we've got water meters. So if you're specific to ReadyMix, we have water meters, we have slump meters, we have drum rotation sensors, and this is just the beginning for us. Uh, we're going to keep going deeper, finding new things to work on, new ways, new points of data to come out and make our customers' operations better. So water features, slump meters, those are very specific to concrete. It helps you keep track of what's going on in your truck helps you have, uh, if there's any issues with what's going on, you can see exactly what happened on the job site. 
technology, making us better every day, isn't That's it? That's right, absolutely. Joining me now, AJ Waters from Innate. AJ, talk a little bit about Innate and what you guys do from that digital transformation platform. Certainly, thanks for having us today. So Innate is a construction software company and we work with projects from beginning to end, all the way through the project management lifecycle. So whether your starting point is in scheduling or you're starting with your documents or you're starting with the estimate, any one of those starting points we can bring in your data and then work it through the entire construction process all the way to commissioning and closeout. And we're not talking paper here, we're talking digital in the cloud, right? That's correct, yep. Electronic flow of the information to, uh, to avoid some of the inefficiencies of the paper processes where it gets passed around or lost or it's illegible whatever it might be. What are some of the roadblocks that you're seeing that customers come up to you with? So one of the big things that we see in the industry right now is, is a lot of companies are just afraid of a digital transformation. They have had a bad experience with one in the past where it was over budget or it took too much time or too many people uh, and, and it just never realized the ROI that they were promised. And so there's a lot of fear in, in doing that again. And, uh, and what we're trying to debunk with, that, with, that, uh, with those myths is that it's, cloud computing has is, is gotten a lot faster, things have gotten cheaper, and, uh, and the intuitiveness of the software, I mean, think about your phone, you pick it up and you can just start using it, uh, that intuitiveness is, has really sped up user adoption. And it's not just for the largest companies out there, right? Correct, yeah, because you can now do so much more with uh, so much less space. Uh, you, can, you can utilize the cloud and, and spread it across multiple companies and so the, the cost is, is reduced quite drastically. And then, uh, and then with, the, with the user uh, uptimes, we can, we can train faster, we can, uh, we can roll out the software quicker uh, because you don't have to install things on machines, you don't have to go on site, if you will. And so uh, the small companies now have, have more bang for their buck in faster time, and it does, doesn't take a team of people dedicated to the, to the transformation. How are you seeing the adoption rate going among construction industry clients? So that's, that's a funny thing, right? Construction historically ranks at the bottom in adopting digital technologies and in how much of their budget they spend on digital technologies. And so we're, we're just now starting to see, I think, the, the uptick uh, right now. And, and so the, the adoption curve is moving but uh, still at a, at a fairly slow rate. What construction has done so many times in the past is they've just bought a point solution to solve one problem. And, uh, and that's, that's a quick, easy fix for that one problem. But it, when, you, when you roll out an entire solution, like we're, we're talking about at Innate, uh, it, it takes multiple decision makers, and therefore the sales cycle and the adoption rate, it, it takes a little bit more time to get people to buy into one decision. Is security one of the roadblocks that you're hearing from clients who they go, I'm not quite sure, is my data secure? Yeah, so that's the funny thing about the cloud. Everybody looks at the cloud and goes, oh, oh no, now my data is out there for the world, right? Uh, especially in like, like shared cloud instances or multi-tenant software. Uh, now, is so-and-so, your other customer, going to see my data? And uh, when it really boils down to it, what, what companies they, they start to peel back the layers, they realize all their financials already run on the cloud. Their bank's on the cloud. Uh, their, their Outlook, their email service is already running in the cloud, right? And, uh, and so they start to peel back those layers and realize 
and understand it, but it does take a little bit of education sometimes. <laughs> you can see that thought process going, oh, is that working, is that yeah. not, right? Um, predictability, super important to avoid issues on the job site, right? Yep. Yeah, so um, today's cloud computing with machine learning and artificial intelligence starting to take off, you can do a lot more with predictive analytics. And what that'll do is it'll, it'll lay out your past history, tell you where you've maybe had a, a hiccup or a roadblock in the past, and give you a better path of construction. Let's avoid that risk. Let's avoid that hiccup. And, uh, and so with, with the advancement of artificial intelligence, something that we are heavily investing in, uh, it, it allows you to, to kind of make that, make that next move without any worry. Yeah, you have something to go on versus just looking to the future and hoping it's going to be okay. Yep, and, and the best part is it leverages your history, not industry standards, not, uh, not what other companies have maybe struggled with, but it, it's your data and it's, it's your company's history and it, it knows how to learn from that. Thanks, AJ, for coming on today and sharing your insight with us. Corey Kobold joins me now from JLG. Corey, let's talk smart technology, specifically your battery monitoring system. Yes, thank you. So JLG just unveiled their battery monitoring system for use on our scissor lifts right now. It'll be coming out on our electric boom lifts as well. Um, the, the theme of my digital solutions team is, is connecting that information to people and connecting them to the equipment owners. So, the key with the battery monitoring system that we're taking is all the information around the charging and the battery charger itself and the charge cycles on, the, on that battery stack. How can we get the right information into the technician's hands to make the right decisions? Instead of you know, going on assumptions and, and premonitions, if you will, and ideas from the, the user, it's a matter of you have the facts in your hands to know how it's being charged and how is the um, How's that state of charge on that system working? Super important to know that your battery's not going to die on you, right? That's right. Productivity <laughs> is another big part of it. So it's it's a matter of troubleshooting, but also you know this state of charge algorithm that we have in in the two part system will be, give a the user a much better understanding of the actual amount of, of reserve they have there. So productivity gains are another another part of it. What's the biggest factor when it comes to shortening shortening a battery life? So it's actually kind of the culture of the people, if you will. So some people think, oh, I'm supposed to fully discharge these batteries. Um, that's, that's just false. Um, you want to try and keep these flooded lead acid batteries above 80% charge if you can. Um, and also just the maintenance, it's, it's kind of a lot of work to check the water, if you will, in the, in the batteries. And a lot of times, most of our customers say just, you know, the end users don't do it and it doesn't happen. Um, so I think it's the culture that you're trying to shift to say, how should you take care of these and how can technology help with that? So how is JLG helping with that? So I think, like I said, the, the information is there, but also we have uh, a unique algorithm in, in, in the system where we'll be able to help the equipment owner know which of the, of the machines. So say you have 10 or 50 machines here, you can see them on the app. Um, only those that need water can be flagged and then say, hey, you're, you know, have your service technician actually put water in these five machines because they're going to need it. So you're not wasting time. Exactly, yep. And potentially avoiding damage, right? That's right, yeah, because if you don't have water in them, you're not charging them correctly, those plates get damaged and then the, you know, the life of the battery is drastically reduced. And we think if you take care of the batteries appropriately... They'll 40, take care of you? Yeah, and 40% <laughs> longer life. Oh, wow, yeah. that's significant. It's huge, and especially you look at the dollars some of these fleets spend, this is a lot of money. 
We're going to continue to talk about connecting information and augmented reality. You unveiled some really cool stuff here at ConExpo. Let's talk about that. So um, team's very proud to, to unveil our augmented reality app. It's going to be out in the App Store here in, in roughly May. The Google Play Store will be some you know, following up after that. Um, it'll be on handheld devices. We, you know, the, the smart glasses and things, just the adoption we think is a, is a bit of a, an extra hurdle. So we're using smart, you know, handheld devices and um, we've got uh, five different modules that we've rolled out and it's, it's our first step. We want to work with our customers to say, okay, here's, here's our first take on sales applications, operations, um, and then service as well to give an example of of how these, this new exciting technology can be used. And um, I think we did a really great job of our first pass. Um, and we're gonna be partnering with customers to understand where should we, where should we invest to, to build this out then after for next revisions. And safety is super important. It's a huge component, right? It is. And I think, you know, if, if someone has the information, so just to clarify, like all of this information is available today, right? So it's in the manuals, it's in the literature. Um, but using technology to try and get that information to the person's hands easier, um, I think can make can enhance safety, right? So if they don't have to go looking for information or if one of the key, you know, one good example of that is the decal. Um, use augmented reality to look at the safety decals. And in, in the United States, there's English words on there. Well, not everybody, not everybody can read English, right? Um, so if in the app, if your preferences are set to Spanish or some other language, Whenever you scan that decal, it's going to show you those words in Spanish or, or French, whatever your whatever your language is. And then, for Europe, where it's there's typically no words, just ISO images, the the breadth of job sites where you can have workers from all over the world on one job site, you're never going to have all the books in the man in the in on the machine, right? So, whatever that user's native language is. Uh, we have up to 19 languages in, in the app, and they'll be able to get that information. Wow, being smarter faster, right? Absolutely, yep. And the ROI on this, right, is helpful. It's, it is, it's one of those, you know, it's, it's kind of a soft cost, it's efficiency. Um, it's not as easy, you know, me as an engineer, I can say, hey, this battery monitoring thing, hard cost, this is, you know, we can really save some millions of dollars here. Um, with the efficiencies that people be able to get with getting that information quicker, um, it is, it's absolutely going to make people more efficient. Um, you won't have to, say, ship a machine out to do a demo. That can be an example of a hard savings. Um, and if you can take that machine and see if it's going to fit through the door, um, then, you know, there'll actually be hard savings there too as well, so. Yeah, like you were saying earlier when we were talking before we started, uh, you can figure out whether that machine can fit in that space before you even look at what machine That's to bring right. in. Yeah, I mean, it can be, instead of driving some folks, you know, to demo some of these smaller machines, you know, driving a hundred miles to show somebody a you know a few thousand dollar machine, the you know you're gonna have to sell quite a few of those to to cover that. Um, if you can just take that 3D model and drop it in, and say, hey, will this low level access piece of equipment fit into the closet, or will the scissor lift fit through the door, or do I need to fold the rails down? Um, I literally in the in in our booth this week had somebody asking a question about a piece of equipment that we didn't have there, and they wanted to see if the 43 foot crawler boom would fit through the door. It fits great, but you have to take the basket off and I can show them that right there with the app. Now you know, right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> great smart technology coming from JLG. Thank you so much, Corey, for sharing it with us. Yep, thanks for having me. Joining me now is Cameron Clark from Trimble. Thanks for joining me today. Yeah, no worries, glad to be here. Super exciting time at ConExpo. It is, yeah. Super exciting time for Trimble. You launched a new version of the Trimble Earthworks this week, 2.0, tell me more. Yeah, so version two of Earthworks, um, we've got a number of really cool things going on. Firstly with dozers, 
we've got the ability to horizontally control a dozer and that can take out the fatigue for an operator so they can focus on grade and we can steer the machine. Wow. So that's going to be available on select um, machines um, later on in the year. Um, also, we're expanding the offering to actually get onto some of the older machines. So we've got dual GPS on the blade to get the tier three machines and tier four I machines. So um, previously we were limited, so now we're trying to expand it so more and more people can enjoy Earthworks. Um, also for excavators, we've got the ability to, um, we're adding augmented reality. So if you've got an Earthworks system, you can buy a camera and in with that, um, you can actually, we're combining the digital and the real world together. Um, there's a number of really good benefits with that. Yeah, um, dive into a couple of those for yeah, me. So, Initially, with, um, especially with newer operators, it actually could be hard to understand what you're actually doing. So if you can overlay the, di the digital model through the camera, you can actually see what you see out the screen and you can see the model. So you can adjust the transparency and then you can visualize and understand what you're actually trying to create. And that's available from the entry level systems right up to the 3D on, on excavators. Otherwise, as well, there's um, more awareness around the bucket. So think about an excavator that's digging a trench. Um, a camera's on the cab looking down. You're not having to look over so you can see around the bucket when you're not actually looking at the bucket. So with grey control, it's telling you what to do. So potentially you're looking away. You can still see um, around the bucket. Plus also with Works Manager, now you can actually remotely come in, see what the operator sees. So maybe they dig up something, you can have that conversation, potentially you can capture it. So actually there's a number of um, different values with the camera and the system. Wow, so that really helps like a newbie, if you will, yeah. but it also helps people who have been in the business for a long time. Exactly. Be yeah. more efficient, productive, yep. safe. More safer, more awareness around what's going on, especially if you've got a man in the trench or a worker in the trench. Right, super important there. Uh, Cameron, you've talked about what's new with excavators. What else is new with the version two? Oh, I'm glad you asked. So with uh, motor graders for select cat machines, now we can actually take the GPS receivers off the blade and go mastless. So that's a number of a, a good value with regard to not having to worry about putting the masts into the cab. Um, and also for a newer operator, you're not having to worry about them at all. So you're actually um, going to be a lot more comfortable, less fatigue running the machine. So that's available on select cat machines. Um, we've also got, um, it's not all about machines. It's all about there's off machine as well. So now with Trimble Earthworks, we've got a common file format between Siteworks. Um, so the designers can have one file and you can actually turn on and off layers and line work and have multiple surfaces. So you could have a designer creating a file that might be suitable for everyone and now we can tailor that in the machine for what the operator needs to do. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about Trimble's new platform as an upcoming service and why this subscription, if you will, is, is something cool for the industry. Well, a lot of contractors, they like to have um, fixed operating expenses and we're going to be offering a service so you could have our, our Earthwork system as a service. And that gives a number of benefits with no monthly fees, as well as if we come up with new technology or we replace a receiver, we'll actually swap it out. You can give us the old stuff, we'll give you the new stuff. If you accidentally break something, we'll replace it. Um, some, it might not be for everyone, but for some people it actually is quite significant. That is. That's impactful on the bottom line for sure. Yeah, and knowing yeah. what your expenses are going to be coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about the announcements you've made with a number of OEM partners just this week. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. With uh, Link Belt, we're actually selling 
solutions to Linkbout themselves, and it's called Linkbout with Precision Grade, powered by Trimble Earthworks. And um, it's a 2D based system, so we are encouraging that the Linkbout dealers will work with our SciTech, but they can, they'll be selling 2D systems, they'll be um, supporting them. If they need more, they can go to SciTech and, and upgrade their fleet to 3D. So that's really exciting for us. Um, Hyundai is another one. So we're working with Hyundai to see if we can get them to, to sell our excavator systems. Um, and the other one is Dynapack. So Dynapack and Trimble are working together um, and taking steps for autonomy for compaction. Wow, really cool partnerships happening out there. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Well, that's all the time we have today. Thank you to our guests for joining us. Tune in every Thursday for another episode of the Groundbreakers podcast by 4constructionpros.com. And be sure to subscribe and share as we break more new ground together. Until next time.